Welcome to the Passion Harvest podcast audio series. Thank you so much for listening today. I am Louisa, your host, International Passion Ambassador. If you would like to watch this episode, please head over to our Passion Harvest channel on YouTube. We love taking you on a journey to discover your passions. Thanks for listening. Hello and welcome to Passion Harvest, where we aim to inspire you to live a passionate life. My guest on the show today is Holly Zokalan, a holistic lifestyle coach. Holly teaches health and wellness and inspires her clients to listen to their own body, the ultimate teacher. Her own journey from severe eczema and dermatitis has enabled her to create a business that promotes total health called the Health Zoc. Holly is passionate, among other things, about skin health, which starts from the inside and is an avid spokesperson for self-love. Holly, thank you so much for being on Passion Harvest and welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm delighted. (laughs) Um, I guess I've I've got a few questions and skin is such an important issue, but I guess your own personal journey, how did you start as a holistic lifestyle coach? Yeah, of course. Um, So for me, it really started when I was 17. Um, My mum passed away. Um, She'd been sick for over seven years with cancer. And she'd gone through so many different rounds of chemotherapy, radiation. um, And she'd had so much medication, but was completely unaware of how lifestyle um, and the food we eat actually impacts our health. Mm -hmm. This was not discussed with her at all during her diagnosis or throughout her treatment. Um, and for me, I just couldn't understand how, even though she'd gone through so much treatment, she was just getting sicker and sicker. None of the treatment was actually making her better. Um, and unfortunately she did pass away. I'm sorry. Um, but you know, at the time, no, that's okay. You know, at the time I was so young, um, and I thought, you know, I should go to university and do one of these proper degrees. Um, so I went and studied law, um, and then started working as a full-time model. Um, but because health had been something that was so, um, interesting to me and I wanted to learn more about it, I started to study at the Institute of Integrative Nutrition, um, alongside modeling. And this is where I become, became a holistic health coach. Um, and it really changed my life. Um, I absolutely loved the program, um, learned so much and yeah, literally flipped my life upside down in the best way. Um, you stopped the the law degree or you stopped practicing law yeah I I would never ended up practicing law I just got the law degree because you know just to appease everybody else I suppose (laughs) (laughs) um and then I actually ended up getting into quite a stressful relationship which um resulted in me developing severe eczema and dermatitis um but because I was already taking care of myself through the food I ate you know because I'd already studied um I ate really fresh and organic, I drank loads of water, you know, thought I was doing everything right. Um, I knew that there was something more going on within me that I needed to dive deeper into to understand what was going on with my skin. So mm. from there, I ended up studying studying herbal medicine. Um, and then I, you know, um, began to practice yoga because I'd heard that yoga was so good for everything. I was like, oh, I want to try it and see, you know, see what happens. Um, I ended up falling in love with the practice and became a 200-hour yoga teacher um, and then started to practice meditation. Um, and 
from doing all these different things as well as obviously the food I ate and um, learning to really tune into my body, learning to listen to the signs it gave me through my symptoms. My skin completely healed itself within five months and has never ever um, had any kind of eczema or dermatitis since. And this was four or five years, five years ago now. So yeah, it's been quite a long journey, <laughs> yeah. but this is why I wanted to specialize in skin health because I understand firsthand, you know, how stressful and upsetting it can be to be in that situation. So yeah, that's why I work with clients to help them overcome their eczema, dermatitis, rosacea, and acne. What a wonderful calling. And I guess, you know, we, we live in such a visual world, um, especially with social media and things and to have, you know, something look well wrong with you. Um, it must be very confronting. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, especially when I was working as a model, it was very, you know, it's based on your skin basically and the way you look on camera. So mm. it was, it was a really hard time because it made me so self-conscious um, and I felt like I was kind of hiding myself and I didn't feel like I could really love myself because of the way my skin was. It was a horrible time, yeah. But I guess one of greatest growth, I, I guess, and look at, you know, look at all the wonderful things you're doing for other people today. So I guess it was part of your journey. Yeah. Unfortunately. Absolutely. It was meant to happen for <laughs> Yeah, so is totally. skin the la- skin's the largest organ on the body, isn't it? Yes, it is, yeah. Okay. And a it's lot a lot of people don't know that. Oh. <laughs> I'm, you know, very knowledgeable. <laughs> We're not very knowledgeable <laughs> at Passion Harvest. <laughs> <laughs> um and so I understand that, you know, if you have skin problems, it's directly affected from, you know, your body or whatever whatever's going on. But do you also um I guess you do a holistic approach. So from a spiritual perspective, so you mentioned the yoga and the meditation and all those things. Do you try and incorporate that in your client's routine as well? Yeah, completely. I mean, skin health really does start from within. Um, And I don't just mean the food you eat. It's also your spiritual um, energy and the way you really feel about yourself. Um, And learning to manage your stress levels is a really important way of dealing with that. So incorporating meditation even if it's just 10 minutes a day um is such a good way to clear your mind um and it it really does give you a glow from the inside out um and it can really help clear up your skin conditions obviously not on its own but as part of the whole package um with food um lifestyle exercise water um with all these different elements yeah uh, meditation can really really help I'm really getting into the meditation. I love meditation at the moment. Um, oh, <laughs> I mean, with your clients, how, you know, what, what I personally believe it takes 30 days to change your habit. And, you know, we always regress sometimes and go backwards. But do clients sometimes go off, the, I won't call it the wagon, but off the plan and then come back to it? Um, yeah, I mean, everybody's different, you know, and mm. everyone's on their own journey. I think... It depends what your lifestyle's like when you first come to me. You know, if you're excellent point, you, yes. You know, if you have no um, understanding or learning of health um, holistically or your skin or anything like that, then you are probably more likely to, you know, go back to your old habits and then, you know, need to come back for a little bit more support to get back on track. That's completely normal. 
um, especially when you think how many years these habits have built up from you know it's not going to be changed overnight um, and I do believe that health is a journey that we're constantly on we're constantly trying to better ourselves within this space so and I also but I also think you know you shouldn't be feeling guilty say you do fall off the bandwagon life does have its ups and downs so I really do think you know let yourself have a bit of time off if it needs it and then just make sure that you do get back on track when when you can or that glass of wine over the holiday period <laughs> yeah of course life's <laughs> you know, a living it really is <laughs> um two points from that I guess it comes down to, you know, our social environment and how we're educated. A lot of people, I know this is just, you know, one aspect or one element of it, but in regards to food, a lot of people don't eat healthily and they're not, you know, they haven't learned from their parents. They don't know yeah. that healthy eating impacts their life. No, of course they don't. Yeah, people, um, the majority of people have no idea. You know, they don't realise that, they, you know, people know, that refined sugar and, and chocolate and sweets are, you know, are not healthy for you, but they don't understand why and they don't know to what extent. So educating people on that is just, I love it, you know, and um, teaching people how to make these choices themselves and to make informed decisions themselves is, is so important. And I don't or necessarily think it's socioeconomic. Um, it just brings me to, yeah. I was, I know we're on different time zones, but I was out last <laughs> night. It's summer here. So we've got mosquitoes yeah. and my oh, girlfriend no. <laughs> who's very educated. She was spraying, um, aerosol spray, like a poisonous aerosol all over her body. And I said, oh, no. but I, I said, you know, that's poison. She said, I, actually, I'm not going to swear on the show. <laughs> she said, I don't give a, <laughs> but she just didn't care. So <laughs> it doesn't go down to socioeconomics, I don't think. No, definitely. Well, and she's, you know, chain smoking cigarettes. Choice, it, it, know? It's a personal choice. Um, and it goes back yeah. to what you mentioned before, self-love. Yeah. Think, yeah. Yeah. So I think the more, I mean, this is my personal journey. Um, the more you love yourself, the more you want to put inside your body things that have refreshed you and things that are naturally good for you. Yeah, of course. Um, but I do, yeah, I mean, self-love isn't an overnight thing. It's something that we have to constantly work on and constantly delve into. Um, once you understand how amazing it can make you feel, it's, yeah, it's just so empowering. And at the end of the day, you know, we only do, we only have ourselves. So if we can't love ourselves, how can we, you know, expect to love others and expect others to love us if we can't love ourselves? It's just, it's a whole cycle. Um, and it's really important that we try and, you know, work on that. Definitely. Um, it's been a really hard lesson for me <laughs> and it does complete you. And I think with my ever evolving and it's a continual journey with self-love, you yeah. don't necessarily look, externally for validation or answers it's quite an inside job completely yeah it, it really is um but you know every, and it's, i think with self-love it's so important to know that you're not alone you know we all go through these phases where we aren't feeling our best um, we feel guilty about something or you know we look in the mirror and think oh you know i hate that about myself but it's about bringing yourself back to that place of knowing 
you know, that you are all you need. Um, and you, you are so much better than that bloke that you've got that day. Or, you know, even if it's not about body image, just the way you feel. Just know that that day will pass. Um, and the next day is a, a new day and you can start fresh. Um, and just bring yourself back into your body. Yeah, it's just so important. That was beautiful. And it reminds me, I had a couple on the show, you know, earlier this year and they are, they are soulmates and they do incredible things that actually teach self-love. But um, Laura was saying about her partner, she said, I love Simon so much, but I love myself that much as well, which I thought was just such a beautiful way to describe it. No, it really is, honestly. And, um, you know, especially with the world, how it is at the moment with all the ups and downs, if you can tap into that self-love, it just makes you feel so much more at peace. Um, yeah, it's really special. <clears throat> so if someone comes to you and says, I don't know how to love myself, what do, what do you say? <laughs> it's a hard one. Um, I say, you know, know that you're not alone. Um, it depends. Like, I don't just deal with self-love, so it would be the whole package. So mm. um, in terms of their whole lifestyle, you know, how stressed out they are. Um, you know, what their relationships are like, their social life, um, and also obviously the food they eat. And then I would give them a guided meditation um, or a cocktail, depending on, you know, how extreme it is and how bad they really do feel about themselves. Um, and just take them back to a place of just stillness, um, you know, and let them feel sensations through their body um, and just try and teach them to see things differently. Um, so that hopefully, you know, they can get back to that place of, yeah, I am okay. Um, I am everything that I need. But I mean, it doesn't happen overnight. And it is something that we do need to work on. So it would be, uh, you know, quite a few months work between myself and the client to really get them to that place. It's so true. We live in a quick fix world and we want everything instantly. Yeah, we do. We so do. <laughs> I want the soulmate now. I want to be healed now. But I love what you're doing because, you know, I do yoga and all those things, but you're incorporated in one holistic approach. So it's a one-stop shop. I know it takes a while, but I just love that you've combined everything that's worked for you and all those elements into one package. Yeah. I think it's wonderful. Thanks. Yeah, it's really, it's so empowering. And to see their results, you know, beginning to end is amazing. It's just changing people's lives and helping them is the most rewarding feeling in the world. How wonderful. And I guess, um, obviously it's a professional relationship, but it must become very personal. You must get attached to your clients and, you know, you get to know them quite intimately. Yeah, you do. Definitely. Um, yeah, you, you definitely get to know them quite intimately. But then also sometimes, you know, things with certain clients, if they're going through things that obviously I'm not qualified to deal with or mm -hmm. it's not something which I specialise in, I do pass them on to professionals who can give them more support um, with more serious situations, obviously. But, yeah, it does get – I have got quite a lot of friends who started off as clients, which is nice. Oh, that's so sweet. So obviously we live in a global world, but do you do, do you do one-on-one -on -one or is it online or over Zoom or Skype or how do you? Yeah, I do online. I do do it via Skype. Um, so yeah, I have clients all over the world. So different time zones and things is quite normal to me. <laughs> so yeah. today was fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love it because I have that, that breach. So I, yeah, I work with clients internationally. 
That's fantastic. And I've got another question and, you know, I'll probably get questions on this. How do you, I mean, we hear it all the time. How do you tune into your body? Um, it really starts with meditation. So in order to start to tune into your body and understand the symptoms and the signs that it gives you, um, it really starts with stillness and giving your body that time. So laying down for five minutes, starting off with five minutes, um, doing some deep breathing exercises um, is a really good way to start to tap into your body, the sensations that you're feeling. Um, and by doing meditation, it's a really good way to tap into hunger. So sometimes, you know, a lot of us do just eat when we're bored, but not when we're actually hungry. And say with, with hunger, it's a really good way to um, know if you're tapping into your body, if you start to feel the hunger signs. And that can really come from meditation. Um, but another thing with tuning into your body would be to understand which foods are working for you and which foods aren't. So this is more obviously the nutrition, but if you notice that you'll, you start to have flare-ups or rashes, or you feel quite tired after eating a certain type of food, then you are becoming more aware of the signals and symptoms that your body's giving you and telling you from what you just ate, that it's not actually serving you. So by being aware of, you know, the foods that you're eating um, and, you know, making a food journal, that's a really good way to tap into your body and understand what symptoms relate to which different types of food as well. Mm. Because our body, I mean, I don't always adhere to it myself, but our body actually ultimately knows what we need and what we want. Yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah. And a symptom is generally our body, you know, our body telling us something's not quite right. So. And that goes back to the eating. And, and you know, we're, we're, we all do it and we live in the modern world. You know, we're on a, we're on a time zone. I, I don't believe in time, but it does, <laughs> it does kind of work yeah. for us. Um, but... <laughs> You know, even my kids do it as well, but they just eat because it's one o'clock. You know, it's lunchtime. They just eat. So they don't get hungry. Yeah. Which. So where. Yeah. I, I you know, I try not to do that anymore. Yeah. I mean, because we are programmed to eat, you know, breakfast at a certain time, lunch mm. at a certain time. And dinner. Actually, when she started to tap in, you know, as, especially as women, we go through different cycles every month. So. You know, sometimes, certain times of the month, you're going to be more hungry than others. Oh, I didn't know that. So, That's interesting. Yeah. So, you know, when we're on our cycle, we tend to crave more warming foods um, and we tend to want a bit more food. So by being so strict and just eating, say, at 1 p.m., because that's what you're used to, you're not actually listening to your body and you're not allowing your body to, to give you those signals of being hungry. So yeah, it's really important to understand how to tune into your body to kind of live in alignment with it, if that makes sense. Oh, I love that. So what else would you like to talk about? What else is important to you that we'd like to discuss on this podcast? Um, I guess it would, I'd love to give some tips for... Yes, we'd, I'd love that. Yeah, so um, obviously it's really... If, you, if somebody has pre-existing skin conditions, um, it's really hard to say specifically, you know, what would work for them. Mm -hmm. um, 
but some general tips which I do give, um, you know, if I do podcasts or talks or things like that, is obviously sleep is so important. So aiming to get seven to eight hours of sleep per night. And um, that's when our cells repair um, and it's essential for our overall health. Um, obviously drinking water helps to push out all the toxins, keeps our skin fresh and glowy. Um, and we, you know, we recommend drinking at least two liters of filtered water a day. Um, obviously eating as fresh as possible, limiting alcohol, um, ensure that you're eating enough essential fatty acids. So omegas are really good for keeping your skin hydrated, um, glowy, and they are very highly um, anti-inflammatory as well, which is so good for your skin. And where do you find omega um, um, foods? Omega Sorry. foods? So, oh, no, that's fine. <laughs> um, so salmon, like fatty fish, such as salmon, mackerel, um, or you know, flax seeds, hemp seed, chia seeds, those kinds of things are, are really high in, in omega-3s. Because I was going to say um, for vegetarians, so it would be flax seeds or chia seeds. Yeah, it's hemp seeds, yeah. Um, and also vitamin C, it's essential for collagen formation um, and synthesis within our skin. So eating enough um, citrus and strawberries, foods you know, high in vitamin C are going to be really good for your skin. Um, and also reduce refined sugar. I know we all know that. Um, but with regards to our skin, it can actually break down the collagen, um, which is a process called glycation, um, and this leads to premature skin aging. So and no one wants top- that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and there's some top tips which I give um, in, in general with regards to skin health. I love that. I'm just writing them down. I'm going to put them in the oh. quote for everyone. <laughs> um, <laughs> What about, so for example, if I'm not getting enough vitamin C, what do you think about supplements? Yeah, I mean, supplements are great um, as an addition. I would as definitely addition, try and get, yeah, I'd definitely try and get as much um, from foods as you can. So um, eating as much fresh fruit and vegetables as possible. But, you know, if that's not available to you, then obviously supplementation um, is, is a good way of getting those extra vitamins. Um, but just make sure that they don't have any, you know, additives or um, any bits that, you know, that you don't really need. So just make sure that they just have the vitamins, um, which you're, you're hoping to get. Because there's different levels of quality of supplements, I would, I'm assuming. Yeah, exactly. Um, and try to go for organic if possible. Hmm. Um. So even if it's a really good high quality practitioner supplement, for example, in vitamin C, it's not going to be good as the actual vitamin C of the fruit or vegetable itself. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, if you're eating, you know, uh, organic, fresh vegetables and fruit, that's going to be a better quality vitamin in general, just because it's come from the natural source, you know? Mm. Um, And it also contains all the fiber um, and other vitamins as well. So not just vitamin C, you'll be getting all sorts of other vitamins as well. Very interesting. And that just takes me to the water. What do you think about the chlorine in water? Um, I would definitely say try to drink as filtered water as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, so if that's available to you, definitely drink um, filtered water. But if, you know, if the water that you're drinking does have chlorine in and that's your only option, mm-hmm. then obviously it's better than nothing. Um, but if you can, obviously try and avoid it. 
so what what in in the day of a the wonderful holistic lifestyle coach what does your life look like in a day <laughs> yeah and i'm sure every day is different um, yeah every day is different so oh i wake up i take my probiotic i wake up about 5 a.m mm-hmm. um and take my probiotic have about 10 minutes to myself just to meditate really um ground myself I do my um, incense every morning, burn that just to kind of get me in the Zen zone. Um, and then I take a cold shower unless it's my cycle, uh, my time of the month, take a cold shower and dry body brush. Um, and that really, really wakes me up. And then if I'm seeing clients, um, I go straight into my office, which is in my house. Um, it just completely depends. So I yeah. could have meetings yeah. with my agent or, um yeah with different you know press companies publications magazines um or if i've got an event i'll do some preparation on that with my publicist um but it really just vary most mornings i do have clients between 8 a.m and 12 mm-hmm. um and then if i have meetings i try to do those in the afternoon just so that you know i've got a bit more time um to get those done if they if they're gonna run over um and then I come home, I usually finish everything about seven, come home, make dinner, um, and then spend time with my partner. He's completely, he's in finance, it's completely different business. Oh. Um, well, he's in property and finance, so yeah, yeah. totally different. <laughs> you must um, meet somewhere in the middle. <laughs> yeah, we do, we do. <laughs> it works out well. So, And then we just spend our, our evening together um, from 7pm, which is just is nice yeah beautiful it sounds amazing and you mentioned events so what sort of events have you been doing um a few different talking events so you know natural supplement companies um skincare product companies um and i've got a few in the pipeline for 2020 which is really exciting oh very exciting can't wait to hear about them i know i'm very excited i'm really <laughs> excited yeah <laughs> That sounds wonderful. You sound like you're so relaxed and zen and um, glowing. Oh, Even though I can't <laughs> see you, you're glowing. <laughs> no so, time. <laughs> so, Holly, I always ask my guests on the show, um, since it's a show about passion, if someone's wanting to live a life, and I know you've taken, you know, you did that huge, incredible jump from law to, you know, what you're passionate about. But if someone wants to live a passionate life, what, what would you advise? I would say that if you really feel in your gut that you have to do something or you want to do some, something, but you're scared of what other people will think, just take the leap and do it because people will judge you no matter what you decide to do. And if it feels right for you, then it probably is the right thing for you to do. So I just say, just go for it. Just do it. Just do it. Yeah. <laughs> Life's too short to care about what other people think. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, Holly, thank you so much for being on Passion Harvest. I've loved chatting to you. So lovely to talk to you too, Louise. And thank thank you you for inspiring our listeners about holistic health and skin and all those wonderful (laughs) tips you you gave them. So thank you so much. Of course. Thank you so much. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. That is the end of our passionate episode. Thank you so much for listening and please subscribe, leave a review, tell your friends and spread the passion. As always, 
every day, may you be more and more passionate.